Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Keeping your office running like a well-oiled power play. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Here it is. In fact, the final half hour of an abbreviated show today will give way uh, for Premier Jason Kenney's provincial reopening announcement just after the one o'clock news here on Ched, but a uh, little bit of business to take care of first. Got to tell you as well, there's an old saying in the car business, cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford is committed to providing unequaled automotive excellence, resulting in completely satisfied lifetime customers. If you currently have a vehicle you're not using enough, maybe payments or an interest rate that's too high and you want to sell it, uh, refinance it or trade it for something different. You can go Visit Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford or call them at 1-877-477-3673 or visit uh, brentridge.com. Now, just ahead of tonight's game, we'll quickly do the uh, the Oilers Now injury report as well. That's brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters in injury law. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. So quickly, Cody, Chandler Stevenson, uh, it sounds like he didn't skate with the Golden Knights this morning. No morning skate for him. Still listed as day-to-day. I guess we could consider him a game-time decision, but highly unlikely the way it looked. And for Montreal, Jake Evans, he was in a non-contact jersey this morning as well. Probably unlikely. All right, let's uh, let's bring on our headliner today for Wilhawk beef jerky. It might just be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk. That's W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. And I'll start with Elliot Friedman. I mean, first by saying hello and welcome to the Friday edition. Elliot, how are you doing today? Good, Brennan. I hear Stoffer is driving uh, on a family weekend. It is my goal to rip him so much in this segment that he drives off the road that's what i want to do okay i'll see what kind of softballs i can lob up in that sort of <laughs> direction um let's start with dominique ducharme this seems to be the story right now of yeah, the morning anyway yeah. do you have any more news uh, other than the fact that we're sort of waiting to see if those irregularities and his covid testing can be ironed out prior to game time you know, I, I'm really careful with this one uh, because, first of all, he's been double vaccinated. 
secondly, um, you know, we have seen situations where uh, people have had uh, blips on their testing and have come back in relatively short order. Uh, we saw that with uh, Ryan Reeves in one of the playoff series for uh, Vegas earlier on. You know, the only thing is, is that, um, you know, normally when you have these irregularities, I, I think you need two negative tests in order to uh, be able to be restored. And I'm just not sure what the timeline is there, Brendan. So, uh, like, uh, like, it sounds to me like they believe it's a false positive. I just wonder about the timeline of proving that it is. And I, I don't have an exact answer on this one right now. So if this ends up being a situation where Ducharme is held out, is Luke Richardson the likely candidate to be the bench boss? Does it make a difference in this sort of situation? Who has the reins? Well, <laughs> I, I think it always it could make a difference. Burroughs was running practice this morning. So I wonder if that means... And the other thing, too, is, you know, Richardson runs the defense. I think what you want to do is you want to keep it as normal as possible. So, you know, Richardson runs the defense, and they they have a pretty unique setup there uh, in the sense that, um, you know, with with their third defensive pair, in a lot of cases, they've made sure that those two guys don't necessarily play together. They mix them up with the top four. So I wonder if you even want to take him away from that. We'll see. But Burroughs did run the skate today. Hopefully it all works out and Ducharme can coach. Uh, does that place added emphasis on them getting Jeff Petrie back? Getting You're giving what you just oh. said there in terms of everyone slotting in where they want them to on that Montreal back end. That must have been crucial. Well, it's huge. And Petrie was so good the other night. Like I am amazed at Petrie and Weber. Um, Petrie's basically got one hand. Weber's got two injured thumbs, it looks like. And those guys are just playing out of their minds. Um, you know, you could tell Petrie was very wary of the positions he put himself in in game two because he obviously doesn't want to injure himself uh, worse or make it worse in any way, shape, or form. And I thought those guys play, play great. There's something we're going to show tonight. Um, there's a guy I follow. He's... Um, his name is Corey Schneider on Twitter, and he he tracks a lot of what, what are called microstats. And one of the things he really tracks that I like to keep an eye on is entries against you and for you. And the numbers he had for Petrie and Weber defensively, like those guys, obviously, there's a lot of entries against them, not even because they're being targeted, just because they're on the ice so much and Vegas has the puck so much. And the job they did against Vegas coming at them in, in game two was um, incredible. Uh, those guys played their hearts out. And look, I, I think at this time of year, there's always going to be injuries. Nobody's 100%. It's just a matter of battling through it. And I think Montreal has a lot of excuses on their blue line because of the injuries these guys got. And they just make the best of it. And Price looks ridiculous right now. <laughs> Doesn't he? All of the goaltenders right now look ridiculous. I think it's, first of all, it's keeping the scores relatively low. It's making for great hockey at the end of the day. And it's obviously highlighting that, you know, maybe the idea of not drafting a goaltender in the first round just because uh, might be a little bit outdated. And that was sort of the discussion topic over the course of this week. But, uh, you know, you just look at how things have assembled here in the semifinals, Elliot. And obviously you got to have a good deep. De- 
in front of him, but goaltending uh, and stepping up at the right time in particular seems to be of utmost importance. Um, keeping it Oilers-centric here for another minute, uh, is there any movement here on RNH talks? I know that uh, that the pro scouting meetings are going on for the Oilers right now, so it might be a little quieter on that front, but it seems like a very slow-moving process to get things to where you know Oilers fans might like them to be, let's say. I don't even know if slow moving is is the right way I I put it, Brandon. I just think it's a grind. Yeah. I, I think it's I think it's really challenging. You know, if you if you compare the the whole salary a team's whole salary cap situation to a puzzle, how do you make all those puzzles work? Pieces of the puzzle work. And I really do think they're trying to find something. I do. Um, I think both sides. You know. Nugent Hopkins has invested a lot in this team. I think this team recognizes that Nugent Hopkins is the kind of low-maintenance, hard-working person who doesn't cause you a lot of problems and cares a lot about the organization. It's just, I think it's a big challenge. And, you know, the other thing, and I kind of talked about it this morning on radio in Calgary, I do think the Oilers are taking a hard look at the last two playoffs, the the miniseries with Chicago and the disappointment this year in Winnipeg. And, you know, I think they're taking a hard look at what they need to do to be better. And I I think guys like Evan Bouchard are going to get a chance to play next year. I I do think that's going to be important to them. But I also think they're looking at their group and saying, you know, what else do we need here? And we can't come back with the exact same situation because it hasn't worked for us the past two years. So how can we take advantage of our flexibility? At the same time in that, Nurse's number has gone up. You know, he's he had a, he had a good year for you guys this year. I mean, we all saw, you know, and I've said this a million times on the show, I think Nurse cares a lot about being an oiler, and those kinds of players are very difficult to replace. I think that the puzzle piece that's R&H, it's become more complicated this year in the salary cap world. And I just think they're really grinding to find a way. I just don't think it's easy. Yeah, I think it's uh, the way that I see it, obviously, is it's just poor timing for this to be the case right now for him because I imagine we're having this conversation off air, my producer today and I, and, and saying that, you know, it's almost like they probably took a wait-and-see approach at a time where nobody knew what the market was going to be like heading into this offseason. But it, I, I don't see a tremendous amount of separation between most of the available left wingers, and maybe that's part of what's complicating things, I guess, at least from, you know, trying to play GM on the radio right now I, I can't even imagine what what Ken Holland's going through but I look at names like Hall and Saad and RNH and and those that are going to be available Hyman. and it seems like they all fill a particular role but not necessarily one being that much more of a contributor than the other do you kind of get a same sense this year because it's a deep class but there's not really a marquee name shall we say well there's Hyman in there too and, and, yep. I, and I think that you guys will be uh, a part of the process for that assuming he doesn't sign somewhere beforehand. Mm-hmm. I, you know, the, the thing I wonder is, you know, one of the, one of the things we're starting to look at here is uh, blue line. And, and you look at all of these teams, the, the four teams that are standing, they all have really deep blue lines. And I'm kind of wondering if the others are looking at that. And, you know, especially with Clefbaum, it's uncertain about, you know, what his future will be. I do wonder if you guys are looking at something else on the blue line. Hmm. That wouldn't be... Maybe, maybe making it deeper. 
so not a splashy kind of Dougie Hamilton. I'm sure that's where everybody's mind's going to jump to no, right now. I don't I see don't, that don't dollar fitting at all. Think but. It's, I, I don't think that's going to be – like if you're, you're going to put – like Nurse is going to get a big number. Yeah. So I don't know if you can do that. But I just wonder if you guys are looking at um, just maybe just making your blue line – I wonder if you're thinking about making your blue line deeper. And I do think you guys will take a run at Hyman, but like I said, I, I think that I, I think you guys are taking a hard look at. Okay, we've, the last two playoffs haven't gone well. You know, what do we have to do to change that? And you look at a lot of the teams right now; they're they're very deep defensively. And you know, you still got Nurse, you still got Bear, uh, you still got uh, Larson. You know, Bouchard. I think we all have big hope for where he's where he's going to come and i hope i'm not missing anybody obvious with i'm just doing this off the top of my head <laughs> but I, I i do wonder if maybe you look and say can we make our top six stronger because that's that to me is the common theme between these four teams there's there's good goaltending and there's a lot of depth on the blue line like i look at the islanders you know you look at all those guys and they've all gotten better in New York. You know, Pellet's gotten better. Pulak's mm-hmm. gotten better. I'm amazed at Mayfield, how much of a better player he's become. Like, I, I just wonder if you look at the depth there on these teams and say, that's what we might have to attack. Interesting. Chatting here with Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers. Brendan Escott in for Bob Stoffer today. Um, talking about the importance of the bottom six, we know what uh, Jason Spezza meant to Toronto. I think it was pretty clear, even to the naked eye. He re-signs there uh, a year, $750,000. I mean, he's obviously an important piece of that team as it's made up, generally speaking, not even just contributing points on the board. And, and the importance of that kind of player, Elliot, I mean, I'm starting to see a lot of the guys that I grew up watching now sliding into those veteran contributing roles like your Corey Perry's and and you know I'm wondering to me I don't know how Edmonton is going to get over the hump without a player of that ilk and I think in Toronto re-signing Jason Spezza it sort of further cemented to me the importance of that kind of presence on a team is you picking up what I'm putting down there yeah, I understand what you're what you're talking about. Um, you know, I, I do think uh, people who've kind of been through things are important. Um, you know, like I, I think, and and also, you know, I think the pressure of look, there's one. The, the Oilers have hardcore uh, fans who care a lot. They're very passionate. Um, you know, without them, people like you and I, Brendan, don't have jobs. Yep. Uh, I think it, it can it can lead people to go up and down if they ride a bit of an emotional roller coaster, and you need people who can help kind of lead you through that. The thing about Spets is he can play too. It can't just be um, a, a roster spot just given away to somebody for laughs. It's got to be somebody who can play. And Spetsa has proven there's a role for him still, and he can make it work. And, you know, I'm sure you're going to be looking for guys like that. I have no doubt about it. But, you know, it's got to be somebody who can play. And Spezza is someone who's proven that he's still got value. Let me ask you about what made Gerard Gallant the uh, the right fit in New York over, say, you know, an Oblock who was actually there behind the bench for them for a couple of games, Mike Sullivan yep. on the market, or I actually heard a little scuttlebutt about Sullivan, even Rod Brendamore. Sullivan wasn't, 
He wasn't? Sullivan wasn't. I, this is what I think happened is that they wanted an experienced guy. They want somebody who emboldens players, brings passion. They thought their team was flat. That's why they made the change. They thought their team was a little emotionally flat. Gerard Gallant will change that. He, like, like he emboldens teams. You look at Vegas. You look at Team Canada this year at the Worlds. He emboldens people. And the Rangers felt they needed that. And um, I, I think from the beginning, he was the number one guy on their list pending. Would Sullivan become available or would Brenda Moore become available? And once it became clear that those two guys were not available, uh, I, I, they went right to Gallant and finalized it. So rather than aligning a younger team with, say, a younger coach with whom they could grow, it was a matter of this is a team that doesn't even have a captain necessarily right now. So, you know, to, to maybe get a, a coach in which the team could embody a little bit more of their style, you're saying was, was perhaps more of the objective there. You know, I just think that the people there who felt who made the change, they felt that their team lacked a bit of that passion. They were a bit... And, you know, it's been kind of reported now, but they had some games against the Islanders late in the year. And the Islanders are a passionate team. And, and I know internally they felt that they lacked the passion the Islanders had. You, I mean, to win, you've got to have a mix of everything, right? Mm-hmm. You've got to have elite skill. You've got to have passion. You've got to have incredible determination and a will to win that puck against the, the player right in front of you or beside you. And I, I just felt, I just understand that they felt that the Rangers were lacking on some of those options. One more question for you, Elliot. As far as coaching goes in Seattle right now, I was mm-hmm. reading a little bit about perhaps Rick Tockett being linked to his old friend Ron Francis there as the GM. Um, anything on that front you can update us on? Well, I reported last night that Tockett has a third meeting set up with the Kraken. So if you're having a third meeting with someone, uh, Brad, I don't know how many jobs you've applied to in the past, <laughs> but generally if you're having a third meeting with someone, that's a good sign. Yeah. Nothing's done until it's done, but that's usually a good sign. Right on, Elliot. Uh, thank you so much, as always, for your time. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll connect next week. i got to tell you, these questions were so much better than an average Oilers Now appearance. It's like the difference between Babe Ruth and a 100-hitting middle infielder. i got to give you credit, Brandon. Okay, I'm above the Mendoza line. I'm going to clip that and send it right to Bob. Good to know. <laughs> just say, just say, compared to Bob, I'm Babe Ruth. That's all you got to do. Done deal. Thanks, Elliot. That's our uh, NHL insider, Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers. Uh, that uh, just about does it for Oilers Now today. Remember, we're uh, giving way for Premier Jason Kenney here after the 1 o'clock news. We'll tell you again, though, uh, that uh, cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Yeah, they're committed to providing unequaled automotive excellence at Brent Ridge Ford, resulting in completely satisfied lifetime customers. Uh, If you currently have a vehicle, you're not using enough, you've got payments or an interest rate uh, that's too high, you want to get rid of it, uh, refinance it, maybe trade it in for something different, now is the time to do so. Go visit Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford or give them a call 1-877-477-3673 or visit brentridge.com also tell you royal pizza is pizza pasta and so much more edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years for a menu 
and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations. Go online, royalpizza.ca, or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Escott recommendation in the pizza world. The Texan. The Escott recommendation... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. In the football world, no longer the Texans. What a disaster. We'll be back to wrap up Oilers now after this. Down the home stretch we come here on Oilers now. <laughs> Let's have a quick visitor in the booth there. Um, yeah, so Elliot Friedman uh, talking a little bit about uh, some of the coaching movement, shall we say. Montreal is not sure right now of their head coach for this evening. Could be, sounds like it would be Dominique Ducharme, but right now he's being uh, withheld or or isolating, I should specify, as they uh, try and clear a couple of his COVID tests that produced some uh, some abnormalities. Oilers GM was was texting us here during the break. We're talking about you know who who is who is the Jason Spezza type that could come to Edmonton and really fill that role. To me, my heart lies with Ryan Getzlaff. I, I I really think that this is a player. I know he's expensive at least right now. Uh, But this is a guy who I just think brings too many of the intangibles that the team's missing. You know, he brings the grit, he brings the face-off prowess, he brings the leadership and the experience. He brings a little bit of that, you know what, and vinegar. He's just, he's that kind of winning guy that I think would complete a piece at this stage of his career. He's not a centerpiece, but he would complete an otherwise pretty well-rounded picture, which I think the Oilers are certainly building toward. Might be a pipe dream for now, but whatever. I get to dream too. <laughs> okay, so uh, like we've been mentioning, Premier Jason Kenny is coming up uh, right around the corner here on 6.30, Chad. You'll catch the whole announcement about uh, the province of Alberta moving forward into phase three. I guess uh, the 70% vaccine threshold was reached uh, overnight. So here we are two weeks from today pushing forward to stage three. You'll have all of those details coming up after a global news weather traffic update. Right now we're going to this day in Oilers history. It's brought to you by New West Travel. This September, travel uh, travel a private WestJet charter flight to Whistler, BC and play four spectacular mountain courses. Details at newwesttravel.com. On this day in 1980, oh, this is not up to date. What are we doing? What are we doing here? <laughs> I'm howling at this. It, I've got the 1980 draft where it says that Paul Coffey was taken six overall. That's not what happened on this date in Oilers history. We dropped the ball, Cody. Do you have anything that you could uh, come up with here? Yeah, not off the top of my head. Yeah, I kind of figured. Oh, my goodness. Okay, we'll uh, we'll bring an audio cut for that uh, come Monday. And 
<laughs> wow. I guess when things are changing on the fly, that's uh, that's that sometimes happens. But uh, again, this day in Oilers history, uh, brought to you by the uh, the great guys at New West Travel. Uh, experience a great golf holiday. Whistler, BC, a private jet. You're playing four spectacular mountain courses. Details, newwesttravel.com. <laughs> Wow. Whoops. <laughs> Tonight on 630, Chad, you will hear game three between the Canadians and Golden Knights from the Bell Centre. 3,500 fans now in there instead of 2,500 fans to cheer on the home side. Face off just after the six o'clock news. Monday, it is myself and Cody back in, uh, in the studio. Bob uh, enjoying an extra long weekend here. We'll chat with NHL insider John Shannon. We'll see if I can wrestle down Wilkie. Reed Wilkins from uh, Inside Sports as well. Well, and uh, we'll, we'll talk weekend NHL action. There's probably going to be some news that breaks. We've got awards getting announced, by the way, so we'll have plenty to talk about. In the meantime, thank you for tuning in. Congratulations to K-Jam, who won Pro-Am Trivia today. And we'll send it off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Brendan Escott here. It's been a pleasure. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.